Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Mike's on He's ready to go On the fan New York Sports Radio Mike's on Mike's on To get you the sports And it win and he can It's Mike Francis On the fan Sports Radio 66 And 101.9 FM WFAM. All right, we join you on this Thursday evening on the 21st of May. Take you right up until 6.30. Uh, Howie's there with uh, a Met remembrance this evening as uh, the Mets will win a ball game tonight. I guarantee you that. Uh, it's always the case. No losses. In, uh, and when you go back into, the, uh, into all these great days of halcyon days of yours, there's no losses at all. So uh, you know that's the case. Uh, the program brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, as always, brought to you uh, by those who drink it. And, you know, when you reach the Memorial Day weekend, which we will tomorrow, and we'll be with you on the Friday program for a couple minutes on this uh, on that Friday evening of uh, Memorial Day weekend. It's always when you take the first look at a, a baseball season, except we haven't had a baseball season to take a look at. Uh, hopefully, we will have some baseball to look at. We will have a couple of things. You did have horse racing today. I, saw, I actually watched horse racing from Churchill Downs because we had a horse running, Casa Greed who obviously you get the name, uh, Casa Creed. He ran third today in a high allowance race at, uh, as he made his first race since last summer at Saratoga. Uh, today, uh, it, looks, it looked weird, though, I have to be honest with you, because I'm watching, and they don't have the tote board lit up. There's nobody in the paddock, and they just wheel the horses out there, and then they race the race. No, 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 nobody there. Nobody's around. It, now, it's better than nothing. We're going to have that this weekend with golf because we got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and, and Phil and Tiger. So that comes up this weekend. And eventually we'll start to inch all these sports back. Uh, you've heard plans for the NBA. You've heard today plans for hockey. You've heard some things about football, which obviously is in the best position advantageously from a standpoint of being able to sit back and watch everything and then be the last one to try to uh, get to some normalcy. And then baseball. And we'll see what, uh, check in with Eddie now and see what his thoughts are. This would be the first time Eddie would really take a look and say, here's where uh, the Mets are or here's where a team is right now. But where they are is still in the starting gate. Uh, <laughs> and, and really, let's be honest, baseball's still got a lot of work to do. Uh, they do. Yeah, they do, Mike. The um, uh, MLB got back to uh, the players today on the health stuff. Uh, so they're they're working on that right now, and supposedly uh, 
MLB is going to get back to uh, the players tomorrow on um, uh, on the financial stuff, or at least the uh, stuff that they broached anyway to, uh, right. to MLB. Uh, but they did get back to uh, the the, uh, the players got back to MLB today on the 67-page manifesto. And what and, was their big? And what's the biggest issue they have? Uh, it, what, maybe not surprisingly, uh, more testing. They'd, right. they'd like they'd like more testing. They also, you know, the, there was other stuff about um, uh, you know not showering after games. They didn't uh, particularly care about that. And I think that may be relaxed uh, possibly if you can do it in shifts or whatever. Uh, so I think some of the other stuff uh, like not well, where are they going anyway? Well, I guess they're going. Going back to the hotel yeah, is where they're going, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. on the road. Uh, oh, when they when they're home, they're home. They're going home. So I mean, yes. So uh, or or back to the hotel. So I guess it doesn't really matter. You know, their transportation back. I would think now they would make them all go back together, right? I would yeah. think now I, they'll be they'll be kind of have to travel together from now on, right? No Ubers, no Lyfts, no cabs. Right, uh, right. You got everybody everybody together, right? Yeah, it's you know yeah. it's, it's funny when you when uh, I've said this before to a couple of people that when you. Read the, the manifesto, and you get to the end of it. It's uh, it's like you say that's not a lot of fun, you know. <laughs> it's, right. Uh, you know, there, there was talk about being enclosed in the bubble atmosphere out in Arizona, and things were going to be really restrictive. They're pretty restrictive here. I mean, there's no there's no getting around it. You've got to be able to. Uh, uh, you know, uh, get people aside if they have a positive test. And I think that's the one thing that, that the players are more concerned about. I would be, too, just because of what I read. Uh, you know, they say that, that there won't be a, a quarantine for the entire team. If somebody tests positive, they'll put that person aside for 14 days or before he has two negative tests. But the thing is, is, there's a lot of lag time with these tests, and there's a lot of uncertainty about the tests, too, for that matter. A lot of, a lot of uncertainty yeah, about the tests. Whether they're positive, negative, false yep. negatives, A lot of false so negatives. A lot, lot, lot of false positives. A lot of, a lot of problems with the testing. And uh, also the lag time, as you said. And uh, also there's some, I mean, to me, the greatest question remains, what constitutes a calamity how many players i mean when right. when when is the yeah. team in trouble i mean okay one player we're not starting if one player shuts us down every commissioner said that okay we all agree one player can't shut a sport down but how many players and maybe that might not be true if somebody like the freak or lebron james gets a uh, you know gets sick in the finals that could shut a sport down but yeah. the point is what happens when you have three of your five starting pitches down or something like that. Yeah. You, know? Well, you know, then you have to go to the, the taxi squad. But, uh, I mean, listen, it's a fair point. Think about this, though, Mike. You know, the NBA was basically shut down when Rudy Gobert. Uh, Basi- one player, yes. One player. They didn't know and, where to go. They didn't know where to go. Exactly. Right. And I think they made the right decision in doing it. Uh, and it's, you know, I, I understand, you know, baseball wants to get get through this, and, and basically I don't think the owners really want to start unless they know they can get to the postseason. Were announcers mentioned, Eddie? Do announcers get tested? Uh, well, that's well. See, I don't. I, I'm not sure the announcers are going to be around the team. That's the oh, cool. oh. So you guys might be at a, a TV and radio announcers might be at a different location, I, right? That's right? Well, we're certainly going to be there for the road. That's for sure. Right, but uh, uh, even at home, would you be I, at a different location? I, we, I don't think we know that yet. I really okay. don't think uh, you know. But I, I think. They but are you going to be a lot? If you're not tested, they won't let you get within twenty feet of the players. That's precisely right, and I I would think, anyway, that they would like to keep the number of people that are at the park and around the players at all 
uh, as low as they can. So I and, and you announce as who are on spring chickens, and you know there's a few of us, in, including you and a bunch of others that are in that p- position, especially in, in this town, uh, because I can think of a couple. I can think of four right now that, that off yes. the top of my head who are all at least as old or older than I am. So I mean, yes. uh, so everybody needs to be tested. No, exactly right. And uh, you know, listen, that's that's not an easy thing to bridge. I, I'm not sure about the home games. I think that some people assume that the announcers will be there at home games. I'm not so sure about that myself. I know for the away games, you know, we'll be working off a monitor. I'm Has sure. is there anything I haven't read? Have you read the whole 67 page thing? I have I not. Did, yeah. Oh, you did. did. Is there anything in it about media and how media will be handled? No, not really. No, it was basically about the players, and they want to keep down as many people as they locker can. rooms closed after the game. I would assume, right? Locker rooms will be closed. I'm assuming that they will probably have a room that they would bring an interview room. An interview room, like okay. An interview room, they would bring the manager and maybe a player in. Okay. The press could do it uh, remotely, you know, okay. by Zoom or whatever. I'm assuming that's the way they would probably work it. Right. Uh, but, you know, again, they've uh, they've got to get through this stuff and get uh, and get cracking. Because, they, you know, to me, they've probably got about 10 days, I think. You know, I think you probably have to get this set and then let the clubs get set as to where they're going to go, how they're going to work spring training by June 15th. You know, if you can't get this done by, say, June 1st, then I think you're going to be in some problems here. So uh, they've got to get cracking on this stuff. Um, I, I think, you know, they will get around to the health and safety stuff. I think they, you know, they'll, they'll work on this. Uh, they, they had questions today about uh, you know, what is the protocol for a positive test. You know, we were talking about that a little bit. Uh, right. They, as, they're talking about whether they put the player in, in into a quarantine setting or not, right? Yeah, correct. And then he would go in a quarantine setting. He has to have two negative tests to come back. But again, you know, my, my question would be there that uh, just about everyone is in such close proximity that uh, it seems like you'd almost have to test everybody if somebody tests positive. That's what I would think anyway. And I don't know how you're going to separate them. Well, they want to be tested. They want to be tested multiple times a week anyway, right? Yeah, they, they asked for more testing today. How much more, I don't know. But they did ask for more testing and, and to get a little uh, further protocol on the positive test. Uh, they want to know what, what the medical personnel situation is going to be at the stadium. Right. Um, also, uh, the I guess you know uh, the pre and post game therapy stuff that you go through, maybe whirlpools, things like that. That goes with the showers, etc. That uh, you know how that's going to work. Whether you can in the initial thing, it said that uh, those were going to be off limits. Any saunas or steam rooms or whirlpools were going to be totally off limits. And guys are used to that. You know, after a game, you know, absolutely. Train, uh, trainers' rooms are important. Absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, the trainers' rooms will be there, but you know. As far as what you can use, that's another thing. You know, if somebody goes in, can somebody else go in then? Uh, I have no idea. Those are all things they have to uh, have to figure out. So. And then we haven't even tiptoed into the economic where, uh, where, where really it, it's twofold. There's the real world and there's also the semantic world where, you know, they can't. Let's be honest. If they said we're going to make, we think we're going to make somewhere between forty and fifty percent of our gross revenue, we'll give you half. That mm-hmm. sounds right, but that is also a luxury tax. They're not going to go for that. I mean, they're not right. going to go for it dressed that way. It has to be. It has to be dressed a different way with guarantees and with certain things that don't make it look like it's a luxury tax or a salary cap because they won't agree to a salary cap. So, Absolutely. Yeah. so you can't call it a salary cap. So you have to dress the economics in a certain way as you start there. And there's a lot of issues they have both sides on the economic issues, which are going to take a while. If you say revenue sharing to a 
baseball player, they equate that with salary cap. They, that, right. they always have. Uh, again, the collective bargaining agreement is going to come up after the 2021 season. Uh, I don't know how you can get around it, but I do think that it, it may, if you can do something like if, I, I think the owners are going to hold pretty tight on, on wanting to lessen the salaries that they have now. In other words, half pay for, for the 82 games or you know, payment for those 82 games. I think they're going to want a, uh, a little less money, but maybe if the players can come back and say, hey, uh, if you can cut us in on some of the postseason pie and then work a couple of things that will be effective in the next collective bargaining agreement. In other words, look down the line a little bit. Yeah, gambling money as an example. Yeah, yes, exactly. Those kind of things. You know, listen, and it, I, I think we know in baseball, Mike, that uh, you know these are uh, most teams don't have to disclose their their losses, their profits, their revenues. Right. Uh, you know they are, they are not publicly traded entities, so uh, they're not going to go that way. That a lot of these clubs have entered partnerships with uh, regional sports networks. That money can't be touched by the players. Uh, they just sold uh, what was it? Uh, the I forget uh, what the name of it was to Disney. I think it was. Um, uh, something that MLB had that they sold to Disney, and uh, basically, you know, the players. Well, B- Major League Baseball well. made a fortune with BAM, as yeah, an example. Course, Bam, they made they they made exactly. a fortune with BAM. They made exactly. billions of dollars with BAM. Exactly. That's the, I'd forgotten. The BAM Tech was what they sold. Yeah, they sold to Disney, and they made billions there. And, and again, that the players don't, you know, they can't touch that. They don't have anything to to do with that. And that's that's something when revenue sharing comes up, that's what the players bristle at. You know, well, we can't touch this because you know that's that's not part of your revenue or you don't say it is so uh, that, you know that that's always been a touchy subject for them but I think if they can at least work it that they can get something out of this next collective bargaining agreement that they want from the owners ahead of time maybe even if you look at it and look at the money that they would have gotten for the 82 games if the owners ask to t- ask them to take less then make up the difference and use that as money they can get down the line. Defer that money down the line for them, and they can pick it up, say, in 2021 or 2022. In other words, they'll get the money. They just won't get it now. You, maybe you can do something like that. I, I don't know how they're going to uh, approach it or broach it, but... Uh, they've Plus, they have, they, they, there's some animosity there, too. It's not like, you know, that, that it's, they've been looking for a fight for years. They've been brewing for a fight, and now they know that there's pressure on both sides... Plus, in this election year, the politicians are going to jump in and put a lot of pressure on baseball. There's no question. So, with, with, because it's an easy mark. So, from that standpoint, they know they're going to get a lot of heat if they don't get it done. So, you wonder how much that will play on both sides in the negotiations. Yeah, and right or wrong, I always say wrong because the players get blamed. You know, they, they always do. They, they take. Uh, I, yeah, I and it's it. not fair. It's not fair be, but, uh, because, you know what? People should realize if the money doesn't go to the players, then it goes to the owners. It doesn't go to the fans. So, I mean, it, it goes to one of the other it should be a pox on both their houses but you're right the average fan he can understand that there's a boss he can't understand how much the players make he can understand how much the boss makes that there's a big difference there, there is and listen I, I think uh, i was saying this morning that i, I think uh, you know players uh, they're in a tough spot uh, because of this reason regardless of what they do and what kind of money they get out of this it it's they're going to take a hit down the line anyway because the owners after this year are going to lose money they're not yeah. used to losing Money. Right, and they're going to hit him. They're going to hit him in free agency next year. Right, they'll hit him in yes. free agency, or they'll cut the payroll for the team, or 
war. They'll play hardball during the, the CBA negotiations. You know, one way or the other, they're going to end up paying for it. And you ought to see what you can get the most out of it at this point right now and maybe work on some things down the line that you're looking to get in the next CBA and try to get those now in, in agreeing to go back and taking the health risk and being on the field to play baseball this season. So Yeah, a lot of... A lot of very tough issues uh, all the way down the line, really are. Uh, and again, pressure on both sides. I agree the pressure always comes out a little stronger on the players. Uh, the climate's just not there for this, so it has to – baseball – and baseball does have a responsibility. It, it, you know, it might think it's unfair that it's put in a different position than other, than other sports are, but it is. It's, it, it's much – it, Yeah, it's just more – it's much more tied into the culture of this time of year and also just mo- much more tied into the culture of the country than the other sports are from that standpoint, and, and it has a different social responsibility. It just does. Yeah, I think NFL is, is the rating king. But no but, question. You know, the point the point you bring up, though, Mike, is valid. You know, when you when you think when you think about what people the way people look at sports. You know, most people played baseball at some point in time in some way, shape, or form. Softball, pickup games, whatever. But they played baseball. They can't conceive of themselves being out there playing NFL football. They can't conceive of themselves being out there playing NBA, and they can't uh, conceive of themselves being out there playing hockey. But they all play baseball, you know, and they, they think they go, okay, yeah, I could do that, and I'd do it for nothing. So I think that's always been the mindset with a lot of people around the country, and I think that works against the players in that regard, that uh, most people have an affinity for this game and a love for this game, and uh, a lot of them played it growing up, and they're just used to doing it. So that's that's why they don't want to see it go away. Plus, 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 baseball, Eddie, has a timeline. Uh, people mock time with baseball and baseball's records are cherished year in and year out other sports people don't cherish records like they cherish baseball records baseball records are sacrosanct and people mark time periods by baseball so i mean that's why it's it serves a very different role uh, and it's there daily so uh there is a there is a pressure on them that there isn't on the other sports it's just part of it's just part of the equation here's a difficult thing mike that you know i look at this overall and what they're trying to do here and uh you know again they're going to start hopefully sometime in july and they're going to play july and august and uh, and then september and i think it's a good idea that they'd like to get it you know cram the games in and get the postseason done at least or try to by the end of october i think that's a good thing they obviously are worried about another coronavirus uh, coming back in the fall uh it also leaves them i think some room for next year to start next year on time but here's the thing think about this the nba and the nhl both play the kind of seasons that the that baseball is going to play they take six months to do that in their in their normal season. Mm-hmm. Baseball is going to try to play the same amount of games in three months. No question. You're, you're cramming play every day, and, and you're asking an awful lot of these guys to do that and stay healthy during all this as well, and also be under a lot of restrictions to do it too. It's not easy. That, that's not an easy thing. I, I I wonder sometimes, you know, how much they can take and and what this is all going to look like. You know, if they can get get even to September, you know, in the final month of the season. Uh, I, I think it's an awful lot to ask these guys, and uh, a lot's on their plate, let's put it that way. So. Will we be playing baseball on the 4th of July? I think so. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think I'm, I'm fairly optimistic that they will play. 
I can't I, I can't say I'm totally optimistic that they're going to make it all the way. I'd like to say that they would, and, and I'm sure the owners would. I don't, I don't even know if the owners would want to start if they don't know they can't get to the postseason. You know, I really don't. Uh, but I, I, I think I hope they can. Uh, let's put it that way. But I do think we will be playing. I think I'm optimistic in that regard. That uh, I think they want to get it done, and I, I I think it will get done. It won't be easy, but I think it will get done. All right, Eddie. Uh, have a nice Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk. Thanks. Okay. All right, Mike. You got it. See you. All right, Eddie Coleman, back after this. All right, tomorrow is the kickoff to summer, the unofficial one, of course, the Memorial Day weekend Friday when you start to think about uh, summertime and everything, and you've gotten through a very, very strange spring, that's for sure. Uh, so tomorrow we'll take a step in that direction, and hopefully sports will follow because uh, since we hit March and started thinking about sports, you've had to go without the NCAA tournament. You've had to go without opening day. You've had to go without the Masters, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, the entire baseball season, the rest of the NBA season and the playoffs, the rest of the Stanley Cups, the rest of the hockey season and the playoffs, uh, and a bunch of other events in other sports. So uh, we have had very little in the world of sports to deal with, obviously. There's still a story here and there. Somebody does something goofy now and again, but for the most part, it has been just trying to figure out how to get back into the game and get the game on the field in some semblance of order, even without fans. And it does take some getting used to, because even just viewing a horse race, which I did a couple of minutes ago, without any normalcy to it without a crowded paddock without any fans in the stands without anybody anywhere just the horses and a couple of people to put the race on and basically some jockeys on the horses and other than that not much else uh it is rather barren and it does take away some of the some of the pomp and circumstance some of the attractiveness the extra garnishing that makes sports what it is. The, all the extra asides that are part of the game. All right. A lot of times we boil it down to who wins and who loses, of course. That's what it comes down to more than anything else and how the game was played. But there are so many other parts to it, and a lot of that has been lost. And now we'll try to at least put some of the remnants back on the field. As you're seeing, it's not an easy process. And tomorrow as you start to figure out what you're going to do on this Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be a little cooler than normal. I mean, the weather might be okay, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be any crazy, you know, hot beach weather. I mean, I, I can remember Memorial Day weekends when it was 85. It's going to be like 65. So uh, it's not exactly weather where you want to go, you know, jump into the Atlantic Ocean for a while because uh, it will be rather chilly. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, the uh, Someone who grew up feet from it, uh, it, it starts off very cold in May and then warms up every day from then until like late August when it starts to cool off a little bit. It has not begun to gotten warm yet, so it will be rather chilly down there, and the breeze will be rather cool because uh, the water is very cold. But again, uh, enjoy and remember to... Use your noggin, you know. I know you're tired of people telling you what to do. And you're tired of having people tell you, go here, do this, do this, do that. Don't do this, don't do that. But just use your noggin. Uh, use your head. And play it smart and safe. But we'll see you first on a uh, Memorial Day Friday to kick off all the festivities. That's what they'll do all day on the fan. Coming up now, uh, Met Baseball. How he'll bring you another 
Big Met win from days gone by. Casamigos Tequila, as always, uh, brings you our program. We'll see you tomorrow night. Stay safe. We'll see you tomorrow. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 